0: Thank you for choosing Weekly Politics as your podcast today. And it's been a while because, well, I it's the end of the school year now. And so I haven't really had the chance to uh, record a podcast lately. So it's been a while. And I don't think that you guys like listening to me repeat what's gone over the news lately because it's very frustrating for me and for my listeners for sure. So I'm pretty sure you guys don't want <laughs> don't want me to repeat everything you've heard in the past and all that kind of stuff. So I'm gonna try my best not to. Instead, what I'm going to try to explain is a uh, how do I say this a working system. Um, why America is how it is right now why we have only had one civil war, unlike many other old countries in Europe, we've had multiple, multiple civil wars, why our system works the best over other systems. Basically, a quick overview of that. And I say quick, I mean 30-minute overview. If it was a long overview, it'd be a two-day podcast, and I can't do that physically. So it's going to be a, a simple podcast. So we'll start with... Uh, Christopher Columbus, when he went to the, what is now South America, and we'll basically just give a quick overview, so basically, America was named after Amerigo, which is a Spanish conquistador, and it wasn't really named after, oh, which, what's his name, Christopher Columbus, I'm sorry, <laughs> I forget his name, don't ask why, because he discovered America, but he discovered it on an island, he didn't really discover the actual continent. That was a merry-go. So that's pretty much why. Uh, Other European countries out there, we'll switch to the government real quickly. So when we were colonies, we were part of England. When the pilgrims came over, they still confessed under King George. And they still uh, uh, were under his rule they just had slightly different laws like freedom of religion and so forth. So they had they were under King George basically and they had freedom of religion. So they had some different freedoms but they were colonies of England. And obviously this those colonies grew, other nations came and they colonized and it grew and grew. And eventually we have the 13 colonies that stretched from New England down to Georgia. And these colonies had a hard time under British rule because they got more and more strict as the New World, which is, I'm going to call America the New World, as the New World grew in population, and they wanted their own government. So the British government got more and more strict because they couldn't fight they couldn't have a military president or presence in America while also fighting Napoleon from France. So their idea was, hey, let's go and let's fight France and we'll make more strict laws in America. And this is how I know that <laughs> increasing regulations doesn't work. Because when they did that, there was an insurrection, uh, we're going to call it an insurrection, instead of a revolution, because it's kind of what it was. The... 13 colonies revolted, starting with one northern colony and it just spread around. They signed the Declaration, De- Declaration, Declaration of Independence and it was ratified by the majority of states, starting with Delaware to Pennsylvania and you know the rest. And so they formed their own union. And the Revolutionary War went on, they won that, thanks to the help from France, Napoleon, thank you so much for that. <laughs> and War of 1812, we invaded and failed at invading Canada, our capitals burned, we built, rebuilt it. We, yeah, we had some rough problems with trade. Uh, we started expanding westward, Texas joined, or actually Texas separated from Mexico, became its own entity. And then it joined the United States shortly after. And it basically just spread, and we bought different land, and then we eventually colonized that land and turned it into provinces and territories. And we turned it into states. We bought Alaska, turned that into a state, got Hawaii, turned that into a state. It went on and on like that until it is what it is today as 51 states, or 51 states. <laughs> 50 states and multiple territories. <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. I'm looking at a globe right now, and I say, "51 states," while looking at the United States on a globe. (laughs) That even if I wasn't looking at a globe, that would be hilarious. Say, "51 states." Yeah, because America has 51 states, doesn't? No, 50. Well, we forgot Canada. Canada is a state, right? No. (laughs) Have you guys ever seen those videos where this guy goes around and asks public school people history questions, and they don't know the answer? They'd be like, what's Barack Obama's vice president? Hmm, I'm not sure. Isn't it like that Osama guy, like Bin Laden or something like that? And you're just like, nope. (laughs) If you guys don't know, um who Obama's vice president was, I suggest you open the newspaper to the front page and you look at the first headline. Guarantee you it's going to be on that first headline any day you look at it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. Another one was, uh, how many states does America have? Isn't it like 50? No, no, it's 52, right? Because Mexico and Canada... No, it's 50. (laughs) Okay. So, enough of that joking around. Basically, why hasn't, why has America succeeded at a democratic republic while every other country out there that's tried this has epically failed? Well, the first reason is because they did it differently. There's so many different ways that you can change the balance of a democratic republic. You can have it more republic, you can have it more democratic, you can have it more judicial. You can have all these different things switching the balance. What the uh, people who wrote a constitution tried doing is they tried making it so that you have three equal branches, legislative, executive, and judicial, and they're fairly equal and they check and balance each other. So one might become a little bit too powerful, then boom, it's back down to normal. And then different one comes a little bit too powerful, boom, back down to normal. Uh, I would argue that our most powerful branch is the judicial, because of their power to simply, boom, overturn a decision instantly. Or their decision to overturn a case, And yeah, basically they can do that instantly. <laughs> of course, they don't do it all the time, they only do it here and there. And the most powerful part of the judicial branch is the Supreme Court of the United States of America. And they only meet so many times a year. They can call an emergency meeting, but that doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And then each state is like the United States. They have their three branches, executive, legislative, judicial. They have their own Supreme Court. They have their own constitution. They have all this kind of stuff. So the United States can survive. uh, Each state in the United States can survive on its own government if need be. Obviously, this has never happened before. We saw sort of it happening in the Civil War. But then we saw the states band back together and form their own country called the Confederate States of America and then the North, which was the Union States or the United States of America, as they say being called. Um, It's, yeah. On the other hand, if you were to go look at, oh, let me see here. Let's just, real quickly, let's just look at England. They're not a democratic republic. They're a democracy, complete democracy, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong on that. They they have a what do you call it parliament instead of a congress. The parliament holds all the power. Their judicial branch holds very little power. Uh, I read a book and it explained to me how the judicial branch works in other countries. So basically, theirs works as it enforces the laws, while in America. It does two things. It enforces laws, correct, like police officers and attorneys, but then it also makes sure that those laws stay connected to the Constitution of the United States, which is judges and so forth, Supreme Court members. That's what they do, while attorneys just make sure that you're following laws, and police officers do the same. So, um... Yeah. Uh... Back to what I was saying, Um, England's a bit different, they don't have the same freedoms that we have either, so there aren't very many insurrections in England, I do hear some terrorist attacks, so I believe that their people are pretty content, but they don't know what works and what doesn't work, they're just sticking with this thing and going with it, that's it. (laughs) That's their problem. They need to try something and progress a little bit, just a little, because they're pretty old these days uh... and then there's denmark which is a socialists favorite excuse guys this is socialism living socialism you know denmark is a socialist country we should all be like denmark because denmark works and i promise you if we all just be like denmark we will all be making forty thousand a year with the richest people making forty five thousand a year it's totally gonna be a fair place well no denmark isn't actually socialist their economy is a market economy which is very similar to what we have. We have a mixture of capitalism slash market. So the market says, hey, you can uh, pretty much buy and sell your goods with very few regulations. Obviously, America kind of got rid of that part because we are the most regulated country in the world. But, well, other than China, I believe. Actually, no. Business-wise, we are the most regulated because China is very unregulated other than taxes. Um. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yes, that's right. So... Uh, They have a market economy, so they're saying you can make less than this amount. The harder you work, the more, but then they don't have the capitalist economy. Capitalist says there's no cap to what you can make, um, which means there is a cap. You can make around that much money. That's about the most you can possibly make in that country. I do believe there are some richer people there, but there's very, very few. And that country is not necessarily rich either. They're kind of like a second world country. So there, that's not socialism working. That's kind of failing there. And yeah, it's yeah. So let's let's move quickly on to um, give me a moment here. Okay, there we go. So let's move quickly forward to what I believe to be a very important topic let's talk about why America's unbeatable and don't call me Reagan when I say this I'm talking about the government here not the military okay why our government is unbeatable why we can never succeed in a real insurrection where we can turn the government over back to our side and people are gonna say Reagan is fine I know they've done uh, the Government's all Democrat right now and they're enforcing all this stuff, but it's going to overturn. Well, I wish that was true, but it's not. It's really not. And this is why, because every single government, no matter what kind of government you have, has its this problems. There's always a loophole through. Capitalism, Democratic Republic, all this type of stuff, they're not perfect systems. They're the best working systems, as Ronald Reagan famously put. So if the bad people. Get a hold of the system and they figure out the loopholes they can get in and that's exactly what they did the loophole was let's make mail-in voting legal let's popularize cheating and let's cheat to get in and that's precisely what they did they cheated to get in now they're in now what are they going to do they're going to turn america into what they want to turn it into which is according to the biden administration california They want America to look like California. And if you know anyone who lives in California, you know that's a horrible, horrible idea. I have a cousin living there right now, and she hates that place. She wants to move back to Minnesota. And Minnesota isn't the best place to live either, but it's most certainly better than California. (laughs) Personally, I'd rather live in Texas, which is where I want to go to college. So... It's impossible because they're going to keep cheating. They will keep cheating. We will start cheating, and it will never stop. There will never be an end to this cheating. Everyone's going to keep lying to get into office, keep lying to get what they want done. And like I've said earlier, I'm a Christian. I am against these stupid, annoying lies. Just tell the truth for once. Just tell it. I know the truth. I know that capitalism, democratic, republicanism works. I know all this for a fact. We don't need to lie to get into office. We just need to tell the truth. And if that doesn't work anymore and the rest of the world follows lies, like the Bible says they will, then we need to split. We need to take the truth-loving states, the states who know the truth, who follow it. We need to take them. We need to split because there's no other option. The other states will learn eventually. But it might take a while. (sighs) Sorry, that was a bit of a ramble. We need to get her act together already, okay? We need to stop being so squishy. Uh, We'll win next election. We'll win the Congress elections. I bet they won't cheat then. Oh, no, they went there. We'll do this and they won't cheat. No, they're going to cheat. They're not going to stop. They figure this out. They're not going to stop. The only states that have banned mail-in elections are Republican states. They are not cheating in Republican states. They're cheating in swing states and Democrat states. This isn't how this should work. I'm sorry. I live in the Midwest, and as you guys know, Midwest is relatively conservative. Especially South Dakota. South is amazing. I went to the Black Hills this beginning of the school year-ish. Oh, man, that was amazing. They <laughs> had the best rules ever. They still had some mask mandates, which is understandable. I mean, I don't like them, but it's understandable. There were Trump stores everywhere. If you were a Biden supporter, you weren't very loud about it because you'd probably get beat up. <laughs> so, yeah... And where I live right now, like I said, I live in the Midwest. I don't live in South Dakota, but where I live, it's super conservative. If you're a Democrat where I live, you're not a very big Democrat, that's for sure. Except for a few people. And those few people have no idea what they're talking about. So, <laughs> Okay, so back what I was saying. It's impossible to create this uh, resurrection or insurrection, I should say against the government, and the reason why, even if, okay, let's hypothetically, let's change the tide, hypothetically, let's say the government is Republican, the Republicans cheated, they cheated, but our system works the best, but we cheated to get it into office. I still won't like this, and I'd be speaking against that, because it's impossible to overturn that when you start cheating. The other side's going to start cheating, and then we're going to lose, and then they're going to lose, and then we're going to lose. Let's go back and forth nonstop until there's billions of votes being counted, and I mean billions over a 330 million country. It's impossible to turn America back to who and what it's supposed to be. It was a country based on Christian ethics, based on these laws that reflect the Bible. And now it's a country based on laws that reflect your feelings, because your feelings matter more than the truth. Your truth matters, not the truth. There's no... mm, There's no such thing as a your truth. There's only THE truth, not your truth, THE truth. I don't get why people mix this all up. Democrat speakers will be like, When I was young, I didn't have the chance to speak my truth. No, duh, you didn't, because there's no such thing. I'm sorry. (laughs) I get so mad. No, let's talk about China. But let's just talk about China. I'll pretend I'm a Democrat for 20 milliseconds, okay? Okay. And also, my phone is about to die, so I will be right back. I'm going to plug it in and I'm going to unplug my microphone, which means the rest of this episode might be like a little lower quality than normal. We'll see. Actually, I'll tell you what, I'll charge my phone for a little bit and I'll be right back guys. Adios. All right guys, I'm back. Sorry about that. Wait, I had to charge my phone. It's uh, give me a second here. It's now at 42%, so I think it should last while recording this. So if any of you guys are wondering, you're probably just like, wait a minute, you have a microphone. Why is it connected to your phone? Well, that's because I don't have a computer. So yeah, it's connected to my phone. My phone's recording using the microphone. Yeah, smart. So as I was saying earlier, what was I on? Oh yeah, I was talking about government insurrections and why they will never work. We can never flip the balance because there is no balance. When people start to lie, when people start to make random stuff up, there will be no balance. There's no such thing as a balance when there's lying involved. That's why America is starting to crumble because of these lies, because of these imbalance. That's why we cannot tip a balance to simply insurrect the government. That's why insurrection is. It's tipping the balance of the government to the people that's impossible when there is no balance when the people believe the lies that they're being told it is impossible to start a government insurrection so it's virtually impossible to change america back to how it used to be that's why i believe in modern day confederate states of america not with slavery i hate slavery obviously we don't like slavery we don't like segregation we don't like anything that has to do with injustice What I'm saying, but when I say, what, oh, sorry. When I say I like the Confederate States of America in modern day, that simply means I like what the Southern states are doing. I like what Florida's doing. Florida's coming back from its big dip of liberalism. It's coming back to being a major conservative state again. Good. Alabama's super conservative. Georgia's majorly conservative. Carolinas are majorly ish conservative. Mississippi's pretty good, Tennessee's really good, Louisiana, Texas, Arkansas, Oklahoma, and even the four corner states of Utah, Colorado, Ari- okay, not Colorado, <laughs> Arizona and New Mexico, they may have voted Democrat, but they're very, very close. They actually have a balance, like there's not really lying there. So they actually have a balance so that we could actually tip those balance if balances if we wanted to. Take Colorado out. I hate Colorado. (laughs) They have a bunch of potheads who smoke weed every day and don't care about anyone but themselves. California, obviously, Democrat, never, ever can change unless we split it between Southern and Northern California. I like Northern California because it's super conservative. So if California were to split into two states, that'd be amazing. So I'm basically just giving an outline of what I would believe Confederate states would look like. These Confederate states would be actual law-abiding states they'd follow the original american united states constitution there would be a balance because they'd be telling the truth and if they wouldn't be well let's just hope that someday i'd have a way of fixing that because yes i do want to be a politician sometime in my future i don't know when i don't know how so it's just really ironic how you look at this i had Someone told me a long time ago that things never really change. The circumstances might change, but it will always end the same. And I believe that. When the Confederate States of America tried tipping the balance of, like, the United States, it didn't work. And I can see that again. Now the Northern States are the evil, and the Confederate States are the good. That's what's happening now. But it's relatively the same states that were split before. Their balance is just tipped opposite directions. And a major reason why is because these Democrats are going out there lying, saying, okay, well, this southern state made a conservative law. They're racist. Oh, no. They want slaves again. They want segregation. They want Jim Crow. They want all this random nonsense that makes no sense whatsoever. But they want it. I'm sure they do. And they just lie in your face and tell you all this dumb stuff and it gets into the minds of the people and they believe those lies. Okay, I know I said that I was going to interview someone. Uh, unfortunately, he has soccer, he has all these sports. He's pretty sure he's super good at them, so give him credit for that. <laughs> and um, he's been busy, so I haven't been able to uh, set up an interview time. So instead, we're going to interview someone who's like 12, uh, 20 years old. Okay, now we're going to interview my younger brother. We're going to see what he says. So I'll be right back in like 20 seconds. Okay, so question number one. How old are you?
1: I am 10 years old.
0: Okay, so my younger brother is 10 years old. We're going to see how smart he is with politics. Is Biden a good question? Or is Biden a good president?
1: Uh, He's probably the worst America has ever met.
0: I agree with that. Actually, wow, this ten-year-old kid is extremely smart. So, if um, let's just say hypothetically, would you rather have Trump president or Biden president?
1: Uh, for sure, Trump.
0: Did you think Trump was a good president? Yeah. Oh wow! High five. We agree. Oh, I wonder why we agree. Hmm. Um. Another question. Do you like abortion? No. Okay, good.
1: That's probably like the worst thing you can do, kid.
0: Uh, Wow, you're really smart. Oh, high five. huh? (laughs) Man, this random dude I found on the street is super smart. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Okay, he wants to say a little speech, so say what you want to say.
1: Okay, so I heard he had a podcast about how bad this Biden Democrat person weirdo is. Whatever you call him, about how weird and bad he is, and about racist and all that stuff. So I'd like to talk about, like, racist. So I heard from my parents, like, a lot of stuff about this. And my grandparents, that Coke has become racist. So, oh, I mean my like sister that, okay. likes. So let's just take that part. And the problem is, I heard that they have been water. literally firing white people. I mean, how racist is that? Like, they're calling other people racist for just letting only white people, and well, no, they're not. They're only letting blacks in. So. Uh, there's also a funny story where Biden fell down the stairs. Yes. That's, that's like oh, this. yeah. Where
0: Biden fell down the stairs. That's my favorite story. I read I it all the time before bed and it helps me fall asleep. <clears throat> Get it? Fall asleep. Huh? so funny. Okay. You know, go back to the streets, you filthy thug. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, guys. I don't treat my brother like that.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: he does. No, I don't. Okay, no, I really don't treat my brother like that. (laughs) Yeah, so basically what he was saying is Coke is racist now. And he doesn't mean cocaine. He means the Coke like the company Coca-Cola, okay? (laughs) He means Coca-Cola and he's true. He's telling the truth. Coca-Cola has been doing some really bad things lately and I have been having some hard times agreeing with them lately, even though I like the taste of Coca-Cola. It tastes really good. It never gets old. Okay, back to what we were talking about, and I will—I do promise I will try to get an interview with this guy I was gonna interview, but he's been busy. It's been really hard for me to put it together. I have uh, an outline of questions I'm gonna ask him. Um, I, Okay, I'm just gonna tell you what the interview is, okay? Because I feel bad for not <laughs> being able to interview him. It's, I was gonna do an interview, like, uh, with a person with undeveloped opinions, and I was gonna ask him what opinions he does have and how he com- came upon those opinions Why he believes in this stuff. I wasn't going to try to convince him to my side He probably will end up conservative anyway when he's older, which is good um, Yeah, I wasn't going to try to convince him to my side I just want to hear what he thought and how he came upon all this type of stuff It gives me a bit of an insight into the undeveloped political mind which is not something I ever get because my political mind developed at an extremely young age. Not even kidding. I had political opinions in 5th grade and I officially started paying super close attention to politics when Trump was elected in 2016. So, yeah. I would say I had some a very early political mind compared to what other people have. Um, yeah. Okay, so, um, I'm just scrolling through this globe and I'm looking at all the countries going over what their governments are in my head, thinking which one I should go. Oh yeah, China, China, that's what we were talking about. Huh, I remembered it now. Okay, so China, China's communist government. They have the largest communist party in the world. Also the very little known fact, there are more Christians in China than there are in the United States. I don't know if you guys knew that one. That one's pretty interesting um anyways back to back to the government <laughs> they're communists they control everything they have a trashy military but they pretend it's super powerful and they pretend it can beat us up just because of the numbers they can't beat us up <laughs> they can fight let's say let's say worse comes to worse and they fire every single nuclear missile possible and everything that they're currently developing say magically gets finished developed and everything that we are currently developing is magically finished developed we'll be able to shoot down 90% of their nuclear missiles that were fired and (laughs) retaliate with our own nuclear arsenal that they can't shoot down (laughs) oh man and our nuclear arsenal compared to their nuclear arsenal is um let's just say big (laughs) we have a way bigger nuclear nuclear arsenal. Okay, so um, before China became officially communist, they enacted a law called... Well, actually, they were communists before this, but they enacted a law that took their guns away. And Democrats don't want you to hear this because... And I know everyone says this, Democrats don't want you to hear this, they want you to hear that, but they know you're hearing it anyway, so they actually don't care, but they seriously don't want you to hear this. It's the truth. So China made a law that says, hey, we're going to take all of our people's guns away. And you know what happened shortly after that? They massacred their own people. They just rounded them up and killed them. Why? Because they're defenseless. They're defenseless against a powerful government. And this is why I hate it when people would be like, take away the Second Amendment. You can't have your guns. We're going to buy them all back from you because you're going to let us do that. No, we're not. This is exactly what happened in China. We can already see a powerful government emerging in the United States under uh, Democrat rule. We can't let this happen. They will, and I promise you this, they will use their power against us and they will massacre anyone. They feel a threat if we let them do that. That might be a long ways down the road, like 100 hundred and two hundred 200 years, but that will happen if we let them take our guns. I know this because it happens in every country. You look at Australia, it hasn't happened yet. No. They don't really have a super powerful government in Australia. They have some, like, I don't know. They have some government stuff, but it's not, like, powerful, powerful like China's government. But there's still... Massacres happening there Not done by the government But done by Mass shootings And yeah there's still mass shootings in Australia There's still um Knife <laughs> There's still people getting killed by knives But I don't see them saying Oh guys we better um Make knives illegal <laughs> Because that's gonna work isn't it You can No it's not <laughs> oh, Okay um, if you guys aren't Christian and you're listening to this and I know I've compared my beliefs with the Bible multiple times because the Bible is what I believe to be the perfect image what the world should look like and if you guys don't aren't Christian I do suggest you read the Bible not as like I'm not saying believe and become a Christian but that would be cool if you did but I'm trying to say is look at Bible, New Testament laws and suggestions said by Jesus just look them up even if you don't want to read through the whole Bible, just look them up you will find some um, very interesting stuff and you'll find that if everyone obeys what the Bible says, this will be a perfect world, indeed so this is a longer episode guys, I'm not quite done I'm just going to warn you, this is a way longer episode because I'm so sorry (laughs) I've not been able to upload near as often, and I thought I'd reward you guys with a long episode about stuff, governments, and what works and what doesn't work. I mean, it's a long subject anyway, might as well get it over with. So, um, uh, something that I had someone ask me was, um, So, Reagan, why aren't you like Ben Shapiro, where you stick onto one specific topic? That it's in the news and the reason why is because you guys can do that all the time Ben Shapiro is an amazing podcast guy you guys will just look him up right you'll listen to his podcast and that's totally totally fine or Michael Knowles or who else is there old Rush Limbaugh podcasts all those beautiful podcasts if you guys want to know that stuff you can just look it up and you'll find a beautiful person doing this way better than I can ever do <laughs> So I don't do that stuff because I don't find the need to. So instead what I do is I simply tell the truth. Sometimes I'll talk about the news, sometimes I'll just say what I believe America should look like and I'll explain why things don't work and why things do work. That's what I like to do. I want to be a lawyer. I'm that's literally what I'm drawn to do. <laughs> I'm Drawn like a magnet to explain the truth, and that's what a lawyer does. So I find the occupation—there we go—occupation of being a lawyer very suiting for me. Um. uh, Something I've been finding really interesting, and I thank God for this. India. Any of you Indians? from India or Indian heritage or some sort congrats to you guys cuz I'm gonna congratulate India they are turning away from Russia they ordered some more Russian fighter jets obviously but they're actually starting to become more of an American ally and I like that I will if I could I would warn them and say be careful with us because our government's becoming more and more corrupt over time and just keep an eye out but it's better with them with better them with us than Russia currently, under the current situations that is. All right. So let me know what you guys believe. Real quickly. If you have any time, policy episode, email me at by the way guys, I have a new email. It's called weeklypolitics at onmail That's again weeklypolitics at onmail You have any questions you can email at uh quickly if you have time just email me what you believe to that email address and tell me what you believe about uh... russia because we pull our work back in the nuclear agreement with uh... russia i will quickly say this russia has never honored that agreement they've always built more nuclear weapons than they were allowed to So, let me know what you guys think uh... what we should do instead I'm open to opinions because I have a small opinion on it, but it's variable. I can see arguments in multiple directions, and they're all equal arguments in my head, so let me know what you guys think. I'd love to hear what you say. I'm not going to diss you unless you're a Democrat saying, We should fall into Russia. We should... Go with the agreement, and we should never build nuclear weapons again. <laughs> did you know the most nuclear weapons America has ever had was somewhere around 27,000? I bet you didn't know that. Yeah, we used to have 27,000 nuclear missiles during the Cold War. We should do that again. Just kidding. No, we shouldn't. That'd be pretty cool if we did, because then we'd be unstoppable. And that's what I fear. um Also, I'm going to talk real quickly about Israel, because I love Israel. Uh, Israel is an amazing country i've heard many people argue and say guys since we gave israel a country we need to give the muslims a country we gave the jews a country that's israel we need to give the muslims a a country you know i would actually be for that but there's one argument that has reversed my opinion in this one argument it's extremely powerful they already have some and I'm not saying they already have one. They already have some. There's more than one Muslim country out there. And I'm not joking. Saudi Arabia is practically a theocracy. They're literally a country ruled by a religion of Muslim. Obviously, they have a king and stuff. But they're all Muslim. So they, are, they already have a practical Muslim country. Pakistan, Afghanistan, Iran, Iraq, Saudi Arabia, Oman. Yemen. There's so many Muslim countries. Just knock it off. They don't need a Muslim country. They have a Muslim country. They don't need a new Palestine or anything like that, because they have it. Israel didn't have it. As the Jews lived in Germany and spread across Europe, they didn't have a home. So we gave them one called uh, sorry, Europe, Israel, <laughs> and now they have a home. And yes... A cause caused deaths. I'm sorry if you don't like it when we kill people. I don't like it either, but sometimes it has to happen. Okay, sorry about that ramble. I, I I like the Jews. They're like my brethren, you know. I'm a Christian. The Jews believe in the Old Testament, not the New Testament. So they're they're like a brother to Christians, but not really because they're still unbelievers to us. But yeah. But yeah, we're close. We're closer related in terms of religion, so yeah. (laughs) Alright, you know what, guys? Oh, I'm sorry. You know what, guys, girls, and its and thems and days? Did you know one American dollar is equal to somewhere around... Actually, it's over a billion Venezuela dollars. I don't know what their currency is called, but it's over that much. It's incredible because it just is. You want to know how many chickens that can buy? Like one. <laughs> you can buy one chicken with over a billion Venezuelan dollars. Uh, yeah, why don't we just print more money because it's practically what we're doing. This brings me to my next topic. When uh, when we print, literally print stimulus checks out and hand them out to the public, six trillion dollars is spent in the first half of this year. Six trillion dollars more in debt when Biden promised to try to fix this debt, he just makes it worse. And the Democrats aren't saying a single stinking word because they don't care. They never did care and they never will care. He's just printing stimulus checks out like crazy. He's literally causing inflation. I heard Warren Okay. I know what I hate when Rich people say something obvious and they go like, oh yeah, that's so true. Well yeah, it's obvious, actually. I figured this out years ago and no one listens. Why? Well because I'm not famous, huh? So Warren Buffett. Warren Buffet. We're calling him Buffet because I feel like it. Warren Buffet. Um Um He uh Uh he said, Hey guys. There's going to be a massive amount of inflation coming. You know what you can do to prepare? And this is a bunch of crappy reasons, crappy ways to prepare for it. And I didn't even read through it. That's all I know it's crappy. (laughs) I just read the title. I'm just like, okay, you know what? You don't need to be famous and you don't need to be rich to realize there's a massive amount of inflation coming. Everyone is getting these stupid stimulus checks, which means the prices of everything is going up. My school, for specific, has to save more money. We're going to add on. We're going to build a new gym. We're going to have all these cool stuff, new classrooms, a new lab, and all this wonderful stuff. Now we have to wait and try to make more money from sponsors and stuff like that. Because the price of wood, simple wood, has gone up through the roof. Wood. A tree. A tree. We have millions of trees on earth, why is the price going up? Up oh, Because of stimulus checks, and closed economy in some areas, and all this other nonsense that ugh, makes me so mad. People just can't see the truth, they can't just...
1: Mm.
0: I'm sorry, <laughs> not really. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. No, yeah yeah So, um, let's talk about Japan. Japan has the biggest debt in terms of percent of income. 238 percent that's Japan's debt right now yeah and that debt right now is a big problem in Japan because Japan cannot pay it off and guess what the United States also has a rising debt we are now in the top 10 thanks to Biden's massive amount of stimulus checks so we're now in the top 10 at a hundred and something percent So we're almost bankrupt forever and that's not gonna end and I know my voice is super annoying so I'm talking in a monotone so yeah also Um, did you guys know that in the 19, uh, okay, you know what, around Desert Storm, we had this thing where there were memes, and on those memes, it'd be like, your country has oil, prepare for freedom, (laughs) because America would just literally invade any country that had oil, it was the best joke I've ever seen on your planet Earth, I loved it, (laughs) <clears throat> Your country is communism, prepared for freedom. Oh, I'm coughing. <coughs> okay, I'm not coughing. Um. Uh, what should I talk about next? I'm sorry, I've run off script. And I have time. Time is a very rare essence, but for some reason I have time, but not script. It's rare. Let's go unscripted. Let's talk about everyone's favorite subject of economics again because that's my favorite subject so if you guys didn't know this i'm going to um i'll just give you a plan of my future because it doesn't really give away any personal info it's just a quick plan of my future i plan to go to uh texas a&m for eight years get a bachelor's degree in economics and then go into law Actually, I'd be going to like four years, to get my bachelor's degree in economics, and then I'd be getting a career in economics, and then I'd be going back there after a while and go to law. That's what I can pay for college. And uh, the reason why I'm going into economics is because I want to learn this stuff. I want to know why this works and why that doesn't work. I want to learn all this kind of wonderful stuff. So I am. I'm I'm learning a lot. (laughs) Um... Do you guys know what causes inflation? Inflation is caused when the majority or mass of a certain specific people have a specific amount of money. So if if let's say every, let's say right now everyone has $1, you find very few things that cost $1 cuz everyone can afford it. But let's say only half the world half of the united states has five hundred thousand dollars well you're gonna find more on the expensive side of stuff like let's say cars would be five hundred thousand dollars things like that okay so it's inflation is basically to limit how much of something people have and it raises the price of stuff and it lowers wages quite often okay well when I say lower wages, I don't mean literally. I mean, like, your wage will stay the same, if not go higher, but it'll be less effective than normal. Um, okay, let's go to military. I, like I said, I'm going unscripted right now, so I'm going to be jumping all over the place. Uh, the military. You guys, um, have you guys seen the picture of America's destroyer? Cruising along by the Lowning (laughs) We're just cruising along by the big Supposedly powerful Chinese aircraft carrier And yeah we're doing all this amazing stuff And they're not a threat to us Because they don't know anything That's the truth I am so low on topics right now, guys. I'm so sorry. Okay, let's... Mexico and the United States. I'm I'm going to talk about the border crisis. I've been putting this off for a long time, but I'm sick of this border crisis and is, I'm sick of it going undetected, literally. And I'm yelling again. Forgive me, but don't. Um... We literally have an undetected border crisis. There's millions, okay, no, maybe not millions, there's hundreds of thousands, if not more than millions of people going across our border and then doing whatever they stinking want. And it's not just Mexico. There are other countries taking advantage of this. They're flying over to Mexico and they're coming in through Mexico. And what is Mexico doing about it? Well, practically nothing. Fine, what's the United States doing about it? Even less in Mexico. Why? Because Biden doesn't know what he's doing. He's... He's a moron. Oh, I'm sorry. Was that offensive? Well, then you're the problem with America. Who Sometimes I wish Mexico could just fly off and go to the moon. Obviously, that's impossible. We need a secure border with Mexico and we need to end all trade agreements with China or not China. Well, obviously China, but also Canada, I mean, and the reason why is because Canada has so dumb rules when it comes to the COVID-19. And the reason why is because Canada basically treats you like a zombie can't leave your home, have to wear a mask everywhere, including outside, Ah, la, la la la, all this kind of moronic stuff that makes no sense. Oh, funny story. So there was these students that go to university and they were off campus, walking around town, outside without a mask on and they got suspended from their school. Suspended. Do you know why? Okay, good, because I don't know why either, so I'm kind of curious. Oh wait, I know why. Because the school is just like, hey, Actually, according to our agenda, you can't have that. You have to be wearing a mask at all times. But they were off campus. The school has no power over them off campus. They can't suspend those students. They need a lawyer. Honestly. The school is so... Mm. Oh, did you guys also hear the story where the student in California, he had a presentation about how good the police officers are and how we should think that they are heroes, but the teacher is just like, uh, actually, they're not heroes. You think we should have them on our TV shows? We think you should display them as all good people when they're not all good people? You think, um, all this kind of stuff, and the student's just like, you know what? If your house is getting robbed, what do you do would you call the cops and she's like no and he's just like well, well, why now would you call and she's like because that actually increases my death like my death rate and stuff if you call the cops i'm gonna probably gonna die even faster and you're just like no you're not gonna die even faster i have relatives and i'm talking super fast right now i have relatives who are police officers and they're good people they're relatively good people they're amazing people and they don't kill people for fun they don't go like uh guess what guys i don't like that black person boom they don't do that. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. I say I'm sorry after I, every time after I yell and I'm actually not. Just a quick note, whenever I say I'm sorry, I'm probably not actually sorry. Just get used to it. <laughs> that was rude. <laughs> Okay, I'm running so low on ideas guys. I might have to end the episode real soon. It's I'm running low, low on ideas and probably is only like one listener actually listening to this. So, um Oh hey, I just got a notification about news and it says a professor explains flaw in many models used for COVID lockdown policies. So let's go to that, the flaw in many COVID lockdown policies. What is that flaw? Well, the flaw is that when you lock down and you think it's not going to come and get you because you're away from everyone else but your family, it's going to. The, the You can't get away from it, it's impossible. It goes through our water systems. It's impossible to get away from. And wearing a mask out in public isn't going to save you or your best friend or your least favorite person or so forth. Um, uh, I have a teacher who is a Democrat and he talks constantly about vaccines. He likes vaccines. I'm against vaccinations because of reasons that I'm not going to go into. But basically what he said is we need to get everyone vaccinated because if you don't, then the coronavirus will continue to spread and we will need to get different vaccinations for those new mutations. The more mutations there are, the less effective a single vaccine becomes. And I can agree with that part, but it's still going to mutate. Even if the entire world gets vaccinated, it's still going to mutate. And it's because you're... There's animals out there, and those animals can get the coronavirus, and when they get the coronavirus, well, I'm sure you know what happens. It mutates. It doesn't really affect animals, doesn't really make them sick. There's been a couple occasions where it has, but not usually, and so they're not going to be sick. They still have the ability to spread it to us. And they'll spread the mutations to us and we'll still get it and it's impossible to end it It's like the flu is why I don't get that flu vaccinations because they're a waste of money It's impossible to get away from it. They still mutate. They will never end Okay Oh look at it, guys, it's Congo I'm sure you guys have all heard of the uh, country Congo, the African country. It's like in the literal center of Africa. It's a relatively poor country, and by relatively poor, I'm talking relative with Africa. It's extremely poor is, yeah. Yep. Yep. Have you guys heard of Chad? Though they had a recent president get assassinated. Uh, I don't. The news coming from there changes every day, so I'm not exactly sure why he was assassinated or who he was assassinated by. But he was assassinated, and that's all I know. Um. <clears throat> so, do you guys think I should join the military? It just is a just a basic, basic idea. So I went to a funny story. Story time with Reagan. Yes, by the way, if you guys didn't know that, my name is Reagan. I'm named after Ronald Reagan. Um, yeah, <laughs> I know. First time you guys I've ever said my name on the podcast. Hallelujah! Story time with Reagan. Um, so I was like going to a gas station today, and like you know, like it was like a Senex gas station. So like you open the door. Okay, so I was going to a gas station today, and I, um, my natural physique is like. I'm skinny, okay, I'm super skinny, but my facial expression always looks tough and kind of expressionless at the same time, if that makes sense. So I open the gas station door kind of quickly, like a powerful arm, but I'm not powerful, but I open it like that, and then I walk through the sliding doors, and there's this guy, and I feel bad for him too. There's this guy who's standing there, and I see fear in his eyes. I'm not even kidding, I see the fear in his eyes. And he says, hi there, big guy. I'm not even kidding, and we can laugh about this, but I feel honestly bad about him. He had fear, like, actual fear in his eyes. I could see it. It wasn't just in his eyes, it was on his facial expressions. I feel so bad for him. I said hi in, like, a nice way, obviously, because I I saw the fear before I, um... I saw the fear before, uh... Um... Before he said hi. And... I can't... I'm... I feel so bad for him. (laughs) My physique is sometimes very misleading. Oh, well, you know, it works. Um, I'm probably going to end this episode here, guys. I've had a blast. I love doing these podcasts, and I know it might not seem like it because I haven't been able to do it in a while. But again, you guys have any questions, you have any ideas, you have your thoughts, you have your beliefs. Just email me at weeklypolitics at onmail.com. Weeklypolitics at onmail.com. Again, that's W-E-E-K-L-E-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-S at O-N-M-Y. Oh, wait, no. I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to be like a commercial. Weeklypolitics at onmail.com. That's my uh, new email. You can still email my other one if you'd want, but, I mean... I probably won't look at it. (laughs) Um, And a quick closer before I say this. Y'all have a great day. God bless you. Adios.